I want to speak to you briefly on the heart, the head, and the hand of a father. The heart, the head, and the hand. And the first truth before we even get into the heart, the head, and the hand on this Father's Day that we have to embrace through the grace-filled work of Jesus that I alluded to previously is that we are no longer orphans. We have the greatest father in the universe. Every single person here, every single person streaming, if Christ is the Lord of your life, you're no longer an orphan. Here's what Romans 8.15 says. It's beautiful. You have not received the spirit that makes you fearful slaves. Instead, you received God's spirit when he adopted you as his own children. Now, we can call him Abba Father. Somebody say Abba Father. 2 Corinthians 6.18, I will be a father to you, and you will be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. And even when Jesus instructed his disciples to pray, he began with the following phrase, you know it well, our Father. What does it mean? If we are not orphans and he is our father, stop approaching God like a beggar. Stop approaching God like a stranger. And stop approaching God like he doesn't know who you are. It's time that you understand who you really are. Become who you already are. Do not approach the throne room of grace like anything other than a child of God. So I dare you to open up your mouth today and declare, I know who I am. On this Father's Day, none of us are orphans. Open up your mouth. It always begins with definition, clarity, identity, clarification. Know who you are. I know who I am. Raise your right hand and say, I am a child of God. God is my heavenly Father. He knows my name. He knew me before I was born. Repeat after me. He made me. He formed me. He predestined me. He ordained me. He called me. He selected me. He saved me. He delivered me. He healed me. He filled me. He provides for me. He protects me. And he's coming back for me. The God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and Joseph, and the God of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John is my father. And through Christ, we are his children. But to all who believed him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. John chapter 1 verse 12. This father, this heavenly father, has a heart, a head, and a hand. Let me explain. The heart, the head, and the hand. The heart, the heart is, the heart is the womb of inspiration. The head right here. This is the platform of information. And then the hand is the conduit of impartation. The heart, the head, and the hand. The heart of God, the head of God, the hand of God, your heavenly father. You serve a father who inspires you. You serve a father who informs you. He gives you wisdom. And then you have a father who imparts and takes care of you. It begins with the heart. Someone say it begins with the heart. The heart of inspiration. Let me tell you what God says about your heart and about his heart. First of all, your heart. Where your heart is, your treasure will be. Out of the abundance of the what? What? Who will ascend God's holy hill? Anyone know? Those that have clean hands and a what? It's all about the heart. When Samuel was looking for the replacement for King Saul, there was a boy named David. And the other brothers looked great. They were all pristine. They were all on steroids and creatine. It looked amazing, GQ and Esquire models. But then there was one. And then the prophet said, no, no, no. Y'all, everyone else, you judge people, judgment, 
You judge people based on what they look, their appearance. But God judges the what? The heart. Even with that same David, whoop, more than a slip, moral turpitude, really messed it up. Like Pastor Eddie's testimony about his father. But David did something that when he repented in Psalm 51, he said, create in me a clean heart. It's about the heart. But let me tell you about our father's heart. Our father's heart is unique. In Psalm 103, verse 13, that father's heart has compassion on his children. And he has compassion on those that fear him. In Malachi 4, 6 says, he will turn the hearts of the fathers to their children. And the hearts of the children to their fathers. I am believing right now as I speak in Jesus' name that we are in that season. That that prophetic decree for the people of Israel, spiritually speaking, through Christ, according to the book of Galatians, likewise applies for you and I. Which means, I am believing that God is turning the hearts of fathers to their children and their children to their father. I am, I am unleashing by faith reconciliation with families. Families are coming back together. Fathers that have abandoned homes are coming back to their homes. And sons and daughters that are prodigal sons and daughters, they are coming back home. Because there is a heavenly father that is waiting for them. The porch light is still on. So if you're far away from your heavenly father, come back home today in Jesus' name as God shifts the hearts of fathers to their sons and daughters and sons and daughters back to their father. That's the heart. Somebody say, that's the heart. The hand that was referenced here, the hand is wisdom, is discipline, information. It's, it's, but, it, but likewise, it's assistance. The, the head, it's a, this is what the, Hebrew, the author of Hebrews says in chapter 12, verse 7. This is going to sound a bit awkward. Our God loves us so much that he will treat us as children and not that he will discipline us. And righteous discipline is not earthly discipline. But when we receive the wisdom of heaven that comes from our heavenly father, Proverbs 22 verse 6 has a promise. You start the children off on the way they should go. And even when they grow older, they will not turn from it. It's the wisdom that comes from our heavenly father, that comes from the head of our heavenly father. Even there are things that we teach our children that they may not apply it now, but when they become 30, 40, 50 years of age, when they're 60, they're going to come around and say, I remember when my parents used to tell me this. Now, those of you that are over 40, raise your hands. Those of you that deny being over 40, raise both hands. Because how many of you have been in a journey in life where in the beginning, when you were in your 20s or in your teens, you rejected parental advice? Because you found it to be archaic, out of touch with your generation. But then when you turn 30, 40, 50, all of a sudden, I remember what mom and dad used to say. And you discover that what they used to say was actually right. Raise your hand if you've had that moment of zen, that epiphany. It's that wisdom that comes from the head of your heavenly father. And let me conclude by speaking to you about the hand of our heavenly father. We reference this, the work ethic, the provision. 2 Samuel 7, 14 to 15. I will be a father to him. And he will be a son to me. When he does wrong, I'll discipline him in the usual ways. The pitfalls and the obstacles of this mortal life. But I will never remove my gracious love from him. That's a promise from the father. So let me explain what this, a little illustration here. The difference between mom and dad. This is not creating a dichotomy for the purpose of speaking in a demeaning or condescending or minimizing the role of moms. 
Yeah, quite the opposite. In, in an egalitarian sort of platform here, every single person in the family has a role to play, both moms and dads. But there is a dynamic. So in a world where there is absolutely no truth, and this will be a bit controversial for some, but here it is. There is a difference between mom and dad. I just said that. I will repeat it out loud again. There is a mom is not a dad. Yep, and a dad is not a mom. Yep, absolutely. In this world of fluidity and everything is relative, good luck with that. Because math, two plus two, will never equal five. Regardless of how many people believe it equals five and what you tweet and what you post, two plus two will always equal four. And there are things you cannot change. And mom is mom is dad is dad. And, and mom has her role. So I wish I would, Brother Sean, do you mind getting on this bike for me? No? Is that too much? Are we under contract? So can I just, I, I'm not going to do this, but I, I'm tempted to. But if, if when, you're, when you were on one of these, and, and you, training wheels, right? When you take the training wheels off, we're about four, five, six, seven years of age, some of you when you were 18, that's a different story. Deal with that therapy works. But, but, but. When you, the training wheels came off and mom and dad are out there, the difference between mom and dad is, you know, I, the kid falls off. I remember doing this with my three kids. You, you, the, the kid is going to fall. It's inevitable. Training wheels come off, your child's going to fall. The first time around, right? Um, there's always that overachiever that's two years old, no training wheels, takes off, right? He's riding a Harley. All right, overachievers. But, but... The, the training wheels come off, the kid falls off. Difference between mom and dad. We're not judging, just the difference. Mom, the kid falls off. The mom runs to the kid. Honey, are you all right? Oh, my goodness. Brings the kid in. Does triage. It's a scrape. But they treat it as if it were a, a, a broken, discombobulated leg, ligament, muscle, orthopedic surgeon call him up on speed dial, Right? And then there's some sort of treat, a sweet treat or an ice cream, whatever. It's all therapy, therapy. That's mom. That's beautiful. It's not what dads do. This is what dads do. The kid falls off. This is the dad. You all right? Is anything broken? Once the dad knows that nothing is broken, very few dads go, let's go inside. Let's get a treat. This is what dads do. Nothing's broken. Y'all going to be all right. Get that. Get, get, get back on that bike. Somebody needs to hear this from your heavenly father today. Get back on your bike. You know you fell off, but God is telling you, get back on your bike. Today, you don't, and I say this respectfully, you don't need, sometimes you need the nurturing mom in your life. You do. But there comes a time where you need a spiritual dad. You need a heavenly father who says, hey, get back on your bike. I'm not done with you yet. Your life is not over. Your family is not over. Your dream is not over. Your destiny is not over. Your purpose. Does anyone need to hear, get back on that bike? I know. You may, be, you may have a little scrape on you. This may be scraped up. This may be bleeding a little bit, but you're not dead. You're not dead. You're still alive. Get back on that bike because the moment you take off, you're going to look back and you're going to say, I am glad that I have the Father that did not permit me to stay in my brokenness. I have a Father who told me to get back on my bike.
I'm done. That's what fathers do. And by the way, I don't want to be Pollyanna-ish about this because there comes an occasion in life. may not be that kind of bike. You may be on your Harley and you may actually fall off and have an accident. There comes things in life that you just can't go like this to. I'm not naive. There are moments that you just can't put a Band-Aid on it. There are moments that we end up broken. And I mean broken. Where you can't back up on the bike. The question is, we know what moms do. What does our Heavenly Father do? Talking about His hand. When we can't get back on the bike. Here we go. Deuteronomy 131. There you saw the Lord, your God who carried you. As a father carries his son all the way until you reach your place of destination. Oh, you missed it. I feel like preaching right about now. Even if you're broken, if he's your father, and if you can't get back on the bike, the kind of father that we serve is not the father that is cruel and says, I'm going to make you. No, he's the kind of father that says, I'm going to carry you myself. If that's your destiny, I'm going to carry you all the way until you make your destination. If you're grateful that your father will never abandon you or never forsake you, open up your mouth and give him the best praise you can possibly give him. On this Father's Day, stand with me. Those that are at home right now, that's your father. He's the same father that will tell you, get back on your bike. And he's the same father that if you can't get back on, he won't leave you there. He's not the kind of God that says, you're on your own. He's the kind of God, Deuteronomy 131, we just read it, that when you can't get back on, because things are legitimately broken. He carries you. All the way, it says, all the way to your place of destiny. He's a good, good father. You're a good, good father. It's who you are. Lift up your hands. That's your father. That's why every time I pray, every single morning, those words, I don't take them lightly. They're not a, a ritualistic, repetitive, vain repetition. It's not to me. Maybe not to me. Every time I open up my mouth and I go like, our father. I think about the father who tells me to get back off on my bike kind of father who will carry me if I can't carry myself heavenly father thank you for every thank you for your heart your heart that inspires us your head that informs us your wisdom your knowledge your discipline your advice your counsel your leadership your acumen thank you for your hand your hand your hand of provision of protection, of promotion. Your hand that will point to us and say, get back on the bike in the same hand that will carry us to our place of destiny. John 10, 28 and 29, nothing will take us away from your grip and your grasp, from your hand. We are grateful to you. 
If you're grateful that our Heavenly Father protects us, provides for us, and promotes us, raise both hands. If you're grateful for His inspiration, His information, His impartation, raise both hands a little bit higher. Lord, cover every single person here watching right now, streaming around the world. Just repeat after me. I receive all of my Father's promises. They are all mine. His provision, His promotion, His protection forevermore. My Father got me in Jesus' name. If you've never received everything that Jesus did for you, all I want you to do, my friend, is repeat after me right now. I'm a sinner. I have failed. I fell off the proverbial metaphorical bike of life. I'm there. I need our Heavenly Father to forgive me. Matter of fact, repeat after me. I confess with my mouth and with my heart that Jesus Christ is Lord, that he died on the cross for the forgiveness of my sins and resurrected on the third day to give me eternal, new, and abundant life. Right now, I give it all to God. I declare that you are, you are my Savior, my Lord, my Deliverer, my Healer forevermore. If it's the first time you made that declaration, message me right now, right now on Facebook, on YouTube, on Instagram. I want to send you a book that we together can begin this journey of this Christian wonderful experience called Abundant Life Through Christ. We love you and we bless you. If you receive from heaven today, give the Lord one more praise offering because he is worthy. Let me encourage you that are streaming around the world. Let me encourage you in one of our campuses in Sacramento, Los Angeles to join us on Wednesday. The one and only, the incomparable Dr. Nick Garza will continue wrapping up the book of Ephesians. The book of Ephesians, I will be his wingman on Wednesday, streaming around. This is an amazing thing. Every single Wednesday, we have tens of thousands of people around the world that, that tune in to this Bible study. We're breaking down the Word of God chapter by chapter. So we're wrapping up the book of Ephesians. Don't want to miss it this Wednesday. And then next Sunday, we're going to continue the On the Other Side series. On the other side, I'll be preaching on the other side. The benediction. May the strength of the Father the strength of the Father, the grace of the Son, the anointing of God's precious Holy Spirit. Make this week the best week of your life. Hey, new season, friends and followers around the world, let's do one thing together this week for the glory of Christ. Let's go change the world. God bless you. God keep you. We love you.